What's up, everyone, and welcome back to the Mediaverse podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Ricardo. Joining with me, as always, a sacred skull. How you doing? Good. What's up, everyone? Doing well. Uh, You may be wondering, wait, it hasn't been two weeks since I last listened to to these two fine gentlemen talking. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Um, Some things have come out, and we figured we needed to kind of do a... We couldn't wait the whole two weeks to discuss some of the yeah. information. It'd be a lot to pack into next week. Yeah. So, uh, essentially, we'll just we'll kind of hop right into it, because I think it is going to be a pretty meaty discussion throughout all of this. Uh, Variety recently came out with an article this week. It was titled... I, mean, I have the article pulled up. Um, Crisis at Marvel. Was basically, right. and then there was a subtitle that kind of covers up the topic, so I'm not going to go on that. But Crisis at Marvel, and essentially, uh, Marvel does a Palm Spring retreat every year. There, they kind of gather their ideas and their plans. And apparently, this information was leaked out of that meeting, and these are some of the discussions going on at Marvel right now around some of these upcoming projects and things, and. There's a lot here to discuss, and some good, some bad, some very worrying. Um, But yeah, so let's just jump right in. Um, And the big thing, the number one thing that really probably was talked about was Jonathan Majors and King. Yep. Um, So I'll kind of all summarize what the article says, and then we'll kind of start the discussion here on it so essentially um marvel with between jonathan major's legal issues and the disappointment of quantum mania has apparently already been considering replacing the character not just the actor the character from this whole multiverse saga timeline yeah so There was kind of two paths that they talked about here. Um, It seems like after Quantumania disappointed, the talk started of potentially changing Kang from the Big Bad to Doctor Doom, which we'll talk about if that makes sense or not. Um, And that idea gained speed when he got arrested. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so then, yeah, when he got arrested, obviously this added more things in. Uh, but apparently, the finale of Loki tomorrow, or not tomorrow, next week. I, mean, I don't know if I said tomorrow. I wish it was tomorrow. <laughs> I wish it was tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Um, apparently, that is going to make this tough, is what it says. Um, Kang is very set up in that, is what they tell us. Yeah. Um, which I don't think anyone is shocked about hearing that. Yeah. It seems Um, like that's what should happen. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then, but then also they did mention recasting the character is not out of the question, but it seems, I'll start it seems like Jonathan Majors for sure is not going to be Kang moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. So I I know we just talked about his portrayal in the Loki show and you were a big fan of it. Yeah, I've liked some of the stuff he's done throughout his versions of Kang. But, so let's start there, just with the idea that if Kang continues on, it's not Jonathan Majors. How are you kind of feeling about that? Um, 
I have a personal like dislike for when shows and movies suddenly just recast like big characters like that. Um, and I, you know, may not be a fan of Jonathan Majors as a person, but I like his acting a lot. I've, I've liked his work for quite some time. Um, and I think, I mean, in my opinion, I think he does good in the, the variety of Kangs that we've seen him play so far. But, um, I think it, it would be kind of okay if, if any character were to be recasted, I feel like Kang, you know, having infinite versions of himself kind of makes sense that he could just randomly be, have a different look, I guess. Um, I don't know. I feel like if they're going to recast it, it's gotta be good. Like the, the character's portrayal has to be perfect. You know, like I'm talking like Robert Downey Jr. Level Iron Man. Like it has to be be a perfect later. Yeah. Um, yeah. Speaking of, (laughs) um, but (laughs) teaser. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I feel like, if you're going to do it, go all out. Make sure the person that you get recasted as Kang is in it, is going to go crazy, has a great resume behind them, can do multiple characters, be menacing, be kind of a goofy, you know, be whatever you need. But take everything that John Jonathan Majors has done well up to an 11, I feel like. If you're going to do it, do it. Do it right. But if you're going to do it just to do it because that's like, you know, correct, you know, um, I'd say just pivot, but that would also not like that either. But, um, it's, it's kind of a tough, uh, viewpoint for me. There's not really a win here for me unless the recast is done really well. Yeah. I I think obviously the big thing here is the legal issues. Yeah. It's kind of what's guaranteed this recast seems to be happening and just now that the writers and we're probably just not gonna we probably maybe a recast has even happened or they know who they want and they just can't because the actors are on strike currently so right um the writers are the only ones off strike so it already might be figured out who mm-hmm. who the recast is and they just can't say anything uh, i i you know my fan cast would be john boyega um I think John Boyega would do a phenomenal job. An interesting way to do that in particular would maybe be bringing him in as Iron Lad first yeah. and then having hit revealed that he is king. So bring John. I mean, obviously, For comic sure. book fans would know if an Iron Lad showed up that that's a king, but right. casual fans maybe wouldn't, and that would be a huge twist for them. Um, I I know we discussed this back in Guardians 3. Um, and I threw this out as a possibility of just say hi Evo's a king variant and right. have um I'm forgetting the actor's name right now and I feel bad, but having him be king because he did such a he great job it. in that role, that actor For sure. is great. Um but it's I they can't just don cheetle it. Yeah. I, I think that's exactly how I feel. Yeah. They can't just don cheetle it. They can't just have him be I'm here, just get over it. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm someone new. Like, uh, you have the variants, you have this multiverse language, so you can't explain why all of a sudden it's different. So write that into the story. 
right. make that make sense, make it worthwhile. Because then also, I guess that then honors what Majors did beforehand. Yeah. At that point, a bit more than just, oh, he's gone now. He's gone. He's different. Yeah. It's the sa- It's literally the same guy, but now just a different person betraying him. No, now it's just a different variant represented by a different actor. We know variants can look different. Sylvie and Loki already have established that. So. Right. Um, but and yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I guess a issue with this and kind of the discussion that a lot of people are having around this is this is a bit of the issue you get when you build so much of this saga around the character king. Like, yes, Saga 1 technically was around the Infinity Stones and Thanos, but Thanos wasn't as big of a character as Kang is being used in this saga so far. Right. Um, So maybe it just wasn't the best idea to bank it all on this one character, because now it's led to this whole issue. Yeah, I I agree. I agree and disagree with that. I think I kind of liked that they had this vision of, you know, Kang being split up into these different, all the heroes we have, like they all meet Kang in some way and they all understand his danger and they all kind of just collectively get that he's a scary man, you know? And I, I get the vision there of wanting him to just appear to be this like God level, you know, bigger than Thanos being, but, um, I I do agree that it's kind of just the Achilles heel of the idea itself is that you can't really do that. Um, and it's it kind of just washes away some. See, and I, I think the issue with what you just said of that idea is great. Mm-hmm. But the issue with that is so far, the only characters that have actually interacted with King are Loki, who's off time right. traveling and multiverse traveling. And Ant-Man, who got back and just didn't... There's no Avengers for him to tell and warn and start to prepare for this. Right. He just just kind of keeps sitting on that information of that character. And maybe if there was an Avengers team established, and and this is... I've heard, in particular, Screen Crush, I know, talked about this. There should have been an Avengers movie by now. Oh yeah, we we should have an Avengers team that if then all of a sudden they are realizing the threat of Kang in that movie and all of that, that would then make more sense. What, what you said and that would explain. But the way Marvel has done it so far, right, isn't doing that. Like it's only being established really in Loki, right, and then a little bit in Quantumania. But even then, oh well, he's off somewhere. We have no idea. We haven't yeah. seen him. So if if this was the plan, and once again, Jonathan Major's legal issues could have thrown a giant wrench in a lot of these plans. Maybe he would have appeared in more of these projects. Uh, we haven't seen the Marvels yet. Maybe he appears surprisingly in that. We don't I don't know. <laughs> I doubt it. Yeah. And that's the issue. Unfortunately. I doubt it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that that's the issue. Yeah. So I'm going to transition this into the other part of this conversation because I do think that plan would have worked. If it was done with better. this other villain that they're potentially swapping in, which is Doctor Doom, yeah, and the reason for that is because Doctor Doom would have been an Earth-based villain right. who could have been causing trouble for all of the heroes that are just regularly on Earth, 
not Kang who's out in the multiverse and the timelines, and most of the characters are not multiversal. Even the one other movie we had multiversal traveling in, Doctor Strange, he wasn't there. Right. Where was Kang there? And it would have, okay, and Doom, just also for anyone in the comic fans and why it seems like Marvel is maybe pivoting to Doom becoming the big bad, he is the big bad of the Secret Wars comics, both yep. of them. He is the big bad. But I, and I love Doom. Doom is one of my absolute favorite characters. That's a great uh, character. In, in Marvel. Um, so I, I'll go off on this, but what do you think about this potential dropping Kang and moving to Doom? What do you uh, think about that scenario? I, I thought it was going to happen just after the Kang Dynasty movie. Um, and so, like, I saw it coming, but as of right now, I don't want that to happen. I feel like most of me is just like, if they do that, we're more screwed than we are now in terms of what Marvel is trying to piece together with duct tape and glue. Um, like, I feel like consistency and like story cohesion is so important in like, in what made that entire infinity saga, you know what I mean? And they've lost it a little bit, you know, unfortunately, and their story building needs some, some work, but it's, if you just straight up cut it there and move on to another villain, right now i think you're you're in for uh, a pr nightmare you're like your 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 fans are not going to be happy but i mean sometimes i mean there could be the other side of the story where everyone's thankful and suddenly they switch the villain and wow all their projects from that then on all work and everything seems to be flowing again and then there's just this weird middle part in Marvel history that will never really fully make sense. And that's kind of my problem. But in terms of that, I see the ups and I see the downs. But I think I don't really want it to happen. I think I want to see this Kang storyline finish. But I'm not like fully against the idea, and I would totally understand if they decided to. Yeah, so my big issues here, and once again, Doom is one of my favorite characters. I mm-hmm. would love to see Doom become a big bad and be what he should be. For sure. Like you said, just kind of having him just swap in, though, just feels wrong. Right. And, yeah, there is this potential of the replacing after King Dynasty. But then, okay, then you have Doom at his height his most evil so are we just then done with doom after secret wars is he right. just there for just secret i feel like that's a waste of the character still i i feel like he should be a built up overtime recurring villain all of that like he he is what he is what king should have been yeah but i guess probably when they were planning this they probably didn't have the rights to doom at that point yeah I, i'm not sure how far out marvel plans stuff that probably was the case and then they all of a sudden got the rights to Doom, and we're like, well, we already are doing Kang. <laughs> yeah. We, we kind of already replaced Kang in there. And so I I don't want to actually see that. I Yeah. If it's going to happen, it needs to happen just like right now, and you need to start building up Doom. Like just right away. Have him 
have him manipulating in the Thunderbolts, have him behind the scenes. Back when Wakanda Forever came out, there was the rumors that Doom would be the one that was trying to get all the vibranium. Right. If that was there and we were already kind of building Doom up, then I'm all for this. Yeah. And maybe it, it still could work if that is the case and they start bringing this in. And then, like, his first real big appearance is maybe in the Fantastic Four movie. And then maybe he does kill Kang. But I, the Kang dynasty is the thing that I think causes most of the issues here. Yeah. It's that movie that's been announced. If you're swapping from Kang, I don't think that movie happens. Yeah. I think all of a sudden that becomes a very different Avengers movie, which also then leads to this issue of there should have been more Avengers movies building up to this. Agreed. Um, and I think all of a sudden, it, and we know Marvel is kind of reworking all this. It, mm-hmm. it, the whole phases and all this stuff needs to get reshuffled and messed around with and changed. And I feel like that's just causing more is that's going to cause more issues than maybe it's going to solve. So maybe you can start building up Doom right now. But you can't fully cut out King at this point. I agree. And unless I have a theory about Loki, and I, I uh, we talked beforehand, and how we're going to start bringing in Loki, some mm-hmm. of the stuff that's happening in the Loki TV series maybe could tie into the Secret Wars comics and how Doom becomes it. But once again, the King Dynasty movie is what's holding back all my like theories and things like that. So. I guess I'll, we'll transition a little bit into Loki talk uh, here with this last episode, which was fantastic. Amazing. Um, Loki learns to control his time slip. And I know I threw out back episode one, episode two, when we were talking time slipping, basically how he got the power from the Tempad. Yep. And he was taking some of King's power and using it. And it seems like that kind of basically is as the real life Obi. Yeah said hey you're becoming a human tempad like you're literally becoming a tempad which is what he is and he's starting to control it so maybe this becomes into like a loki almost takes the role of king maybe becomes like the beyonder and then doom because in in the comic in secret wars comic the beyonders are like these people that are manipulating the time basically doing what king and he who remains and all that was doing right Maybe Loki takes that over, and that's how they write out Kang right away. Okay. Loki basically takes that role. And then Doom comes in, and just, this is how you introduce a big bad. But then also it sucks because it would be the fifth time this character has had this happen to him. Doom kills Loki. Right. And it's just like, I can see that happening, but it's just like, okay, well, we're just killing Loki again after he finally became relevant. Yep. We've just kind of wrote out Kang, and just it feels it feels messy, and that's yeah. where it's just like I can't find a way where it makes sense. Maybe it is Kang is using Loki, and Kang is the Beyonder, and then Doom comes in and kills Kang in the Kang Dynasty. But even then, it still feels messy to unless Doom is built up before that point to just have him appear and do that. Yeah, I feel like. We're at such a weird point in Marvel that in the MCU that it's just it's gonna be messy either way. Whatever they try to change now, it's not gonna be pretty. 
and it's going to be weird and it's going to be rough, but it could have a big payoff. But I feel like whatever they try to do now, it is going to have some repercussions on their media. And I don't want that to happen. But, um, you know, life. <laughs> yeah. it, unfortunately. Like, Doom can work. Doom it could. can work. They can plan it in. But it's just the idea of cutting King out is like, what... In the middle of a story. Yeah, know. is what changes things. And yeah. that, that's the hiccup I have. So I do hope we get a recast. I do hope we don't just get Kang yeah. completely gone. At, at this point, Just I'm accepting Jonathan Majors is not Kang. Yeah. Um, well, I think you, like I said, I like your idea of John Boyega. Mm-hmm. And then the idea of having him appear as Iron Lad, the good version. Yes. Kind of. But then that also sucks because that's kind of what they just did with Victor Timely here. Yeah. Is they kind of made him a good version. And it's just, I think we need to see the finale of Loki, like this article references, and see basically the bind Marvel apparently has put themselves in with the end of Loki season two. Yeah. And I think we're kind of talking about and already noticing the bind they're in. Yeah without even having seen the finale. So how much more does the finale cement Kang that will cause maybe other things to happen? But if Doom is going to be here, he needs to already be planned and in Brave New World or whatever it's called. It used to be called Brave New World. But the next Captain America movie, he needs to be there. He needs to be teased. He needs to be the post-grad scene, whatever it is. He needs to be playing a role in Thunderbolts. Yeah. They can't be trying to write him in now. They needed to, apparently, if they did this after Quantumanium, already have him in those movies. Yeah. I Maybe he's the agree. one that makes the century, and like he's causing all this, and that we're starting to see him built up on the Earth level for him to take over. But if yeah. he's not in those, then save him for later. And, like, I, I wouldn't even be mad if, like, they threw it in as, like... In the Daredevil show, uh, the person giving Kingpin his orders is this mysterious guy in the shadows with a ton of funding and an army. Like, there you go. There's an Earth-based, you know, city-based, well-known character that you can throw it in. And you see a paper on the table that's, like, from Latveria. Right. And, and it's like, just like, signed that's by... That's enough to at least right. start building it up. And then once again, like Thanos. He's teasing a post-credit scene. Exactly. He then appears. And then when he all of a sudden starts appearing in movies, okay, it's small roles. It's it, Basically, have him be the Thanos. Maybe the first time he does step in, is it, it would make more sense, but that already needs to be there. They can't yeah. throw that in now. I agree. Um, we, before we move on... To kind of the Marvels. Okay. I kind of already brought up Loki, so let's discuss Loki a bit more in kind of this most recent episode. Okay. Um, since it was brought up. Because it was fantastic. And I it think was. that's the that's one of the issues here. Is a lot of this variety articles talking about the issues Marvel is having. And Loki is still just sitting here like, hey, I am amazing. Yeah. I am this fantastic, amazing show that's doing so much. And... You can see the ideas and the plans that they have. Yep. And that's why I don't want it all to go away. Me too. Loki is... 
it for me, I've said it to my friends and everything, but every episode has gotten better and better for me. And uh, the show continues to surprise me in the best way possible. And if this is what it looks like again for Marvel to really be focused in and like have a, a well-written and well-produced story slash, you know, TV show or movie or whatever, if they can put this level of work in once they can do it more and more times, especially regarding a story like this. So that's my thing. I feel like Loki is really just showing what Marvel can still do for us as their fans, their viewers, you know? Well, and what's what Loki's doing in particular is it's taking this multiverse timeline, time travel ideas, and it's making it interesting and good because right. it's not just about the multiverse and the timelines. Right. It's about the characters. And this episode was all character. It was, was great. Fantastic. Loki, so end of episode four, obviously the loom explodes. Right. Episode five starts back. It fades back from white, the opposite of what it ended. Loki's alone in the TVA. And you start seeing everything starting to become spaghettified. Loki starts to time slip again. And he starts jumping to all of his friends and where they are on, in particular, branched timelines. So I think essentially what we're seeing is whether, so I, I know I threw out the theory last time of Loki creates the TVA and kind of, it seemed like at first that was kind of the route they were going. Maybe that's not fully the route it's ended up going by the end of the episode. But it, what I found interesting was all of them were on a branch timeline. Right. Every single one of his friends. And so if it will, if really was Kang and he remains who creates the TBA, he took these people from branch timelines and then probably pruned those timelines. And so that makes it easier to not have them affect. They're not on the sacred timeline. Right. Um, but it was so just nice to see them all and where they came from. And the only one that really kind of was weird was Casey. Yeah. Casey being the real life person that escaped from Alcatraz. I forget the actual person's name. Yeah. Um, but like that one was like, that one doesn't really make sense. Yeah. It's care. such a I guess, 180. Oh, he goes from super evil bank robber to like the guy that super was nerdy. Go. Yeah. Um, but all the other characters made a lot of sense. Um, yeah. Mobius, no one surprised, sold Genesis. Absolutely perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, and a father. But I, yeah, father of two, single father. Yep. Um, wife appears to have left him, yep. is what it seemed more like, more than she'd passed away or anything like that. Um, and this is what I, I found interesting, is a lot of them were kind of uh, emotionally alone. Yeah. Right? Mobius wife's left him. He didn't seem to have a great relationship with the kids. Um, was kind of just there by himself. Didn't seem to like have friends at work even. Um, yeah. Then B fifteen. She's a doctor, uh, which makes sense with her a very empathetic nature. Right. But even then, like, I mean, we didn't get a ton about B fifteen, but she she's didn't. happy. But yes. Yeah. Seems to be. We didn't get enough about her for yeah. to really kind of speak. But Obi, very much alone. 
He, Very much his wife just left sad. him. He even said yeah. his wife left yeah. him. He mo- had to move out. All that stuff. Yeah, so I think that all ties in, obviously, with what, and once again, great writing and tying these characters into the theme of when Loki and Sylvie were talking about why he's doing this. And it comes out, basically, he doesn't want to be alone. He he misses his friends. He needs his friends. He, yeah. he can't be alone again. Yeah. And that's what makes the show work. Yep. Right there. The fact that this is, it's about Loki. And it's about what do you, it, it's not this whole multiversal crazy. It's about loneliness and wanting a place to belong and friends and all of this. And the moment at the end when he's hearing, when they all turn to spaghetti, the he he gets his Infinity War moment because he was dead when everyone got snapped. Right. Um, when he hears the voices, and then in particular when Sylvie's voice comes in with the line from season one of Loki's are destined to lose. Yeah. So that just takes on so much more meaning in that moment because it's not just losing a battle. Losing. He's losing everyone he cares about. Yeah. And that's what makes him able to finally control time slipping. He gets it at that moment. He understands that he's been so focused on what and where he needs to go and not who he needs to go to. That's what really clicks. And that's great writing. Again, it's just. He's finding All the stuff with Obi in particular was fantastic. And the the communication between them and him basically like teaching him those lessons and that, that, right. And once again, it clearly was planned out well-written, wasn't kind of fixed and changed and all these other things Marvel has done. Like, compare this to the writing of She-Hulk. Right. Compare this to the writing of Secret Invasion. Yep. It It's connecting. It's matching. The characters are meaningful and emotional and mean yep. something. And this is the Marvel we need. Yep, I agree. Like I was saying, if if this is the Marvel that we know and love and like this is the showing of what it means for them to really lock in and put out a great piece of media we need more of this and like it's showing that marvel can still do it we just need more of it this much attention yeah i'm very interested in seeing how it obviously all turns out in the finale um yep. where we talked about how it's gonna officially set up kang i still I'm still on my theory from last time where the spaghettification of Victor Timely was purposeful and that leads to the Kings and the variants and things like that. Um, and all of this is still part of the plan, but I agree. Um, I'm interested in seeing how it turns out. And in particular, how is Kang established at the end? Yeah. Cause apparently uh, sources are saying that it's very, establishing for Kang, so and it really is a pivot point. So we'll we'll have to see. We really will. Right now I I could not tell you what's gonna happen next, honestly. And I love that. <laughs> I I have a lot of ideas, but I just the way the show is going, I think it's really sick. Yeah. Um, so, anything else about Loki and the episode? Because I know I kind of I ranted a bit. Anything that you want to talk about in the episode uh, that you really enjoyed? Um, just some slight things like the camera work and uh, like the shots they were they were they were pulling off when Loki's like uh, time slipping. 
And like, even that there's that one, like five second mini scene where he comes out of a time slip and he's in front of the jet ski dealership. And one of those like wacky airbag guys are like waving. And then Loki comes out of time slip doing the same movements as the, the waving guy in the background. It was just a fun little creative moment that I, that stuck with me. And yeah, sorry. No, you're, you're okay. right. Keep going. Uh, and, uh, I think just the fact that, like, as we were saying that Loki just sits there and goes, I don't want to be alone anymore. And he wants his friends back. I think that's just amazing that we get to see this, just Loki's entire progression from being the, the, the guy with daddy issues in Thor and the Avengers and all this stuff to becoming something just relatable almost. And like just real, like a down to earth type of character that just wants to be important, ha- wants to have a, a, a reason to keep going and wants to have his friends around him. And I think that's really cool. I think the other important thing, and I know we've discussed this on a previous episode is Tom Hiddleston's ownership of this character. Oh, yeah. Is so meaningful, and I think part of the reason why this is so good. And it once again, it applies to a lot of the greatest characters in Marvel. Yep. Do you look back and the ones that have owned the and I'll I'm even gonna include Ryan Reynolds Deadpool. What yep. he's done for that character is the reason we're even getting Deadpool. Yeah. And the the way it is and how it's going. Um Robert Downey Jr. when he was Iron Man. Cap- yep. Chris Evans when he was Captain America. These characters owned those characters and were invested in them and had say in the way they went and what they did um and we have some characters like that right now and actors that are that invested shang chi simu liu yeah would would absolutely has that so why aren't we building him up why are yeah, why we, have we not seen anything <laughs> anything him? even throwing him in in post-credit scenes right but then compared to something like and this Brie Larson doesn't seem that super bought into Miss uh, no. Captain Marvel. Miss um, Marvel, so, though. Miss Marvel, uh, though. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Kamala Khan's actress, very much bought in. Yep. So let's find these characters that hit with the actors that are invested in them and let those be your focus. Yeah. Completely and agree. moving forward with them. And the, like, I mean, Chris, Chris Pratt and the Guardians and yeah. all of that. Like, those are. The ones that matter. Those are the ones we care most about. Those are the ones we want to see. Those are the ones that give the best story. Because it's not just random writers writing it. It's these actors that have developed the characters that want to play those. I'd, I'd throw Tom Holland and Spider-Man in there. Oh, yeah. For sure. Like, absolutely. He, from the beginning, has played a role in the way that character is developed. Yep. And... Once, once again, one of the most, I mean, it's Spider-Man. He's going to be successful, whoever was there. But Regardless. Uh, part of the reason everyone loves that character is because of Tom Holland and yep. the way he's portraying him and the way he's been allowed to build that character. And that, I think, is the lesson Marvel hopefully takes out of this is, and maybe we'll, that's, we'll transition into a conversation because I think this actually brings to one of the points in the Variety article. There's talk about Marvel wanting to bring the original gang back together. 
rehire yeah. Robert Downey Jr., rehire Scarlett Johansson, rehire, rehire Chris, Chris Evans. Evans. Yep. And I think that's the wrong lesson, even though yeah. I just said those people investing in these characters, but they invested in the characters and they wrote the endings they wanted, except right. for maybe Scarlett Johansson. Her issues I, uh, were different, but yeah. Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans in particular got the endings they wanted for their characters. Yeah, for sure. Don't bring them back. Yeah. Bring them back for Secret Wars, sure. Don't bring them back and do the original Avengers getting back for a movie. That's yeah. just... It's weird. It's lazy. It's, it's lazy. It's, 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 it's We're in trouble. What's the fastest thing that's going to potentially make us a lot of money? That's like typical company bullcrap and like i i don't think it's necessary at all if you if you can pull off an avengers movie with the new avengers with all these new people that you have set up in the shows and the movies do that please we already have a great captain america that's invested in the character like let him be captain america bring once again this idea okay you want an iron man okay whether that's Ironheart, whether that's Rhodey, whether that's John Boyega, Kang Iron Lad coming in to fill that role. Let's right. just someone else fill that role. I agree. And, I mean, Chris Hemsworth is still there as Thor, I guess. Yeah. Obviously, the last movie has kind of ruined a few things. Yep. Um, but Chris Hemsworth is still invested, still mm-hmm. interested. But it's just like, we don't need... To retread territory. Once again, sure, bring them back for Secret Wars, but that is not what the article basically was talking about. Everyone's kind of assumed they'll make an appearance in Secret Wars. Yeah. It's kind of been an assumption that everyone's going to be there. Oh, yeah. I expect to see tons of cameos and tons of characters. So, I mean, I expected them to come back for that movie. But for them to be like, yeah, we're just going to bring them back. We need the money. It's just, come on. (laughs) Come on, man. And right there, the money, that's a kind of big issue I want to talk about is just, I think Marvel's maybe forgotten this, that phase one, Mm -hmm. this idea of those movies weren't billion dollar movies. Nope. Iron Man 1, Hulk, Iron Man 2, Thor, Captain America, those build up movies weren't billion dollar movies. Yeah. Avengers, where they teamed up and they connected them, hit that moment. Yeah. Then, yeah, you got a couple of those characters that were so built up that their solo movies hit that point. But not every movie is hitting a billion dollars every time. That should not be the benchmark. And I yeah. think that's a bit of the issue. I agree. Is this has all of a sudden become the benchmark is that it needs to be a billion dollar character to be successful. No. Your most successful characters weren't billion dollar characters. Yeah, they were all C-listers at the, at the time. Like... I, I mean, I'll be, I mean, maybe not C-listers, but they were still not, like, yeah, the big the three of Marvel, yeah, the big three of Marvel, when I was, you know, a very young child, was Spider-Man, Wolverine, and the Hulk. Yep. And then you come out making a Marvel movie with Iron Man, out of all people, after, you know, Sam Ramney's Spider-Man, and then the Amazing Spider-Man. But then you get the Iron X-Men Man. movies. And the X-Men movies. There's a reason Marvel had the rights only to those characters. Right. Because they sold all the rights to the characters people actually wanted. Exactly. But <laughs> then, but like, I think, I, I yeah, I completely agree. Like, they've lost sight of what you can do with these characters and what is possible and what how 
well well written, well acted characters can change people's opinions and want them to want more. It's not all about how much money can we spend to make the most money. And it's not all about, okay, who's the biggest person on our list? It's not. It's, you know, you can do great things. Like even, uh, for example, like Moon Knight. I know a lot of people who did not know anything about Moon Knight. And they watch the show. I love him now and right, want more. Right, exactly. And watch the show and have completely, like, I've, I know a couple people in my life personally that have looked at a few comics of Moon Knights and, like, haven't touched comics in forever. And um, they are completely invested in the character. They think Oscar Isaac was, like, a perfect actor for that character. And I agree. And I don't, like, again, a lower, uh, less known character. Well two known. I was going to throw out was Shang-Chi and Moon Knight. Uh, there you go. Another like, one. those two, who, who cared about those characters right. before, except for die-hard fans? Right. People are wanting more. Yeah. You, you have us saying, why haven't we seen Shang-Chi since? Yep. Where is Moon Knight? Where is Moon Knight season two? And it's just like, you've hit these characters. And maybe you shouldn't be planning 10 years out at this point and trying to introduce 50 different test out a few things, then put them together in a team up, see who sticks. They get the sequels, go down that route. Yeah. But it's like, Shang-Chi's sequel should be out at this point. Yes. It's not even announced. We don't even know when that's happening. We don't even if know it's if ever it's happening. Happen. Yeah. Moon Knight season two. We don't know if that's ever coming. Nope. There's been rumors that Moon Knight's going to be on this new Avengers team. Shang-Chi's yep. on this new Avengers team. But it's just like, How? we're not getting this. And <laughs> yeah. it's just like, that's the issue. And that's the disconnect is they're trying to hit and make these billion dollar movies every time. No, just make good movies. Yeah. Find the good characters, do a team up. That was the formula that worked. It was. Marvel's just thinking the formula was have a connected universe. People will care about anything and everything. And that I think we'll get to the next topic here from the Variety article is the interest is dying down in Marvel. Oh yeah, for sure. That is known. That is with the splurge of content they've thrown out. Because of this exact issue we're talking about. Yep. The few characters people are caring about. They're not getting any content. They're not getting them. Yep. They don't know when they're getting them again. And that's an issue. It is. And then I don't even want to think about when we get the X-Men. Oh, Jesus. Like. I don't even want to think about what happens when we get the Fantastic Four. I'll be real. Yeah. Um, But it's just like the, the next saga is, as it's been rumored, the mutant saga. Yeah. Are we getting a Wolverine solo movie? A Gambit solo movie? A Jean Grey movie? Are we getting an X-Men movie? Right. Like. Are they going to be already established in some way? Yeah. But it's just like. Yeah. That's an issue. It's just like, okay, if all of a sudden you're starting to just trickle out these X-Men characters. Are we just, we're just going down the same route of, okay, well, the ones we're actually going to want and be interested in, we're not going to see right. for so long. reason we love Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man, part of that is we saw his story so quickly in so many movies. Yep. Captain America, we got all of his movies within about the time frame that we've been in for Phase 4 or 5. We had the three Iron Man movies. Yep. We had the three Captain Americas. 
we had our multiple Thors. We were just invested in only those characters and not everyone. Yeah. And, like, Captain America Civil War included all the characters, but still focused on Cap's journey through that story. And, and introduced Black Panther, who exactly. people fell in love with. Introduced Spider-Man. Exactly. You did that in a Captain America movie. You yep. can do that. You, these characters didn't need their own solo thing at that point. And then Black Panther's a huge success. All right. right. Okay. I mean, at that point, they did already have planned his solo movie, but... And they planned him to be the next leader, but... Yeah. Which unfortunate. I still think that... we can trace back a lot of the problems too, I think. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It definitely threw a wrench in not only people's lives, but in the future of this company's performance. But, um, RIP Chadwick Boseman. But I also think something that they're missing from projects is the connector characters. Um, I was watching like the OG movies, uh, like the OG Captain America and the OG Iron Man movies the like over the course of like the past month and I you know you realize that there are these characters like Phil Coulson who proves that the stories are connected and happening at the same time and but it's not about that but it helps you like make that connection of oh this is happening right when this other movie is happening. Like Phil Coulson is checking on Iron Man, but also says he has to go to Mexico to deal with something because we know that Thor's hammer just landed there and he's about to go out there and meet Thor for the first time. But it's not addressed, but you know what's happening because you've seen those movies and in the consistency that they were coming out, it all just fell into place. And I feel like that's something that we're just saying is just absent. There's no, there's no real connector, like subtle connectors. It's all forced. And that's what I feel like is a problem. Yeah. Yeah. I, I absolutely agree. And I hope that they start to put together these lessons and, kind of get back to really that true success. Yeah. Um, and I think, and this is kind of getting into the last big point that was brought up in the Variety article, the movie that shows the most of this kind of issue and craziness and what is really happening at Marvel and how chaotic and how ridiculous it is at this point is Blade. Yeah. Uh, and you mentioned before we started recording, Blade should be out in theaters right now. Yep. It was supposed to come out yesterday uh, in theaters. And at this point, it is being rewritten again. Yep. Um, At one point, and this was the scariest thing that was said in probably this whole article and what put most fear in me out of everything. At one point, it was a female-led-centric movie where Blade was the fourth leading character in his own movie. Yep. Why? Yeah, it's a great question. Who thought that was a good idea? It's a great question. And it kind of also, it connects to 
like Daredevil and all the talk that's been going around Daredevil. At one point, it was a super campy, up like beat like silly show. Yeah, and at, at least it seems like Marvel has basically said no, that's not right. Right. They they obviously they push back Daredevil. They're changing it. They're rewriting all of that. They brought in the Logan writer, who is apparently the one currently rewriting Blade. Great. Yep. That's great. So maybe that is Kevin Feige finally getting back that creative control and saying, no, that's not how these characters are. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, hopefully. And yeah. hopefully those are signs that maybe it is, there was just too much that they were being told they had to make, that the quality control was lost, and now that they are pulling back a bit, Feige will be able to quality control a bit more. But we also don't know. Maybe Feige did approve and say some of the things, the choices that were made were there. Yeah. And I don't know. That scares me. <laughs> if he did say like, oh yeah, Daredevil could be a little giddy, a little, little happy, a little jokester. Uh, I don't know. That I feel like that's a problem. But Um... So actually, I want to bring in, and this can kind of wrap up our discussion here. I want to bring in Echo at this point. Okay. Because we actually just got a trailer for Echo. Yeah. TV series, which is one of these weird, like, why did Echo get approved as a TV series? Right. And all of this. We got the first trailer. And I'm going to say, it looks good. good. Yeah. It It looks really good. good. Yeah. uh, I was sitting here. I was talking to my friends and we all saw the Echo trailer uh, get announced at the same time. And I'll be, I'll be honest. We all had the same reaction. Why does this look good? Like we all like agree. Well, I'll tell you why it looks good. And it's kind of what we're talking about here because it's a dark and gritty and yeah. what it should be. It's going to be TVMA. I yep. don't know if you, you caught that. Like yeah, they, yeah. they said, it's going to be TVMA. We see Wilson, Wilson Fisk just beating, beating. someone down yeah. like he did in the Daredevil show. Yeah. We see that, and it's by far given me confidence in, okay, this idea, the Daredevil, the Punisher, this side of the world they're going in, is going to be done correctly. I agree. And maybe is just continuing on from the Netflix series as they've kind of reshaped things and yeah. made these decisions around it. and. Maybe at first, maybe that was what was causing all the Echo issues as they were going to do this more kind of fun Daredevil side. And they're like, oh, wait, but Echo's dark and gritty and all this. And that doesn't match with what we're building into Daredevil because it's building into Daredevil. Right. And then when Kevin Feige came in and was like, no, that's not how Daredevil should be. All of a sudden, Echo was like, oh, well, now actually, no, Echo's better now because of this. So maybe it was, that was a lot of these issues months ago, six months ago, as we were hearing, oh, these issues with Echo and what it's doing. Maybe that was the issue, is it was not matching with the plans at that time that they were going forward with, but now actually do match more with what it's going forward with. Yeah. I, um, I agree. I think, I think that they took a step back and, and noticed what, what could have been and was like, okay, this doesn't match what with our vision with other shows. And they kind of pulled it together. And I kind of hope 
I kind of hope it's good, like, like really good from that trailer. Um, and I really hope it it makes me want to binge it all in one day because it is all dropping at the same time, all ten episodes dropping on the same day, which I think is a first for a Disney Plus uh, show. If I if I'm wrong, but uh, I'm I hope it's good. I hope the character is established very well. I hope the Kingpin is done right. I hope the Daredevil cameo is good. And I hope that Daredevil acts like Daredevil. Um, I'm happy that Daredevil's red suit is coming back, though. Oh, yeah, no. And and, yeah. and like that, we saw Daredevil in there. He's yeah. back in the red suit, and it just looks so good. It and does. I, I was just like... and But I don't think it's going to be a like huge success. Yeah. Like, just right off the bat. Like, but I don't think it needs to be. Yeah, and that gets back to that conversation. Is it's serving its purpose? It's going to be for an audience. It 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 should not be Marvel's biggest hit TV show. Yeah, one because it's TVMA, it's already limited audience. Right, but two, just it that's it. It should just be good and working that character and building up that part of the world. If it is that, then it's successful. It does not need to top the charts every week. It does not need to be that kind of show. It shouldn't be that kind of show, in my opinion. Right. I agree. And I do think it dropping all of its episodes at the same time is going to be a good thing for it. I think. The fact that it's a lesser known, less cared about show, I think that's going to help its case. Yeah, no, I I agree. I I I hope that it does not transition to Marvel doing that for every show. Yeah, for sure. But I think for that show in particular, it'd work. Another show that I think that would work is like What If. Yeah, I think What If dropped all their episodes at once. That's fine. Spider Man Freshman Year, if that ever comes out, drops all its shows at once. That's fine. Yep. Moon Knight season two, if that ever happens, no, that should be weekly. Yep. Drop the first two. She Hulk on the first day. season two. If it, I'm not sure if that's going to happen. I'd be I know okay you with heard. that dropping all at one time. But. Yeah, I'm like that. <laughs> that one's kind of on the line of yeah. if it should be or not. But that's at least a big enough character that I think, like, if written correctly, which the first season was not written correctly, no, nope. should be a weekly episode. You need to come back and see it. Right. Um. She-Hulk was actually mentioned in the article and the failure of that and the money and they were talking about the VFX and the issues. And yeah. The reason why the VFX and Quantum Mania were so bad is because that got pushed up to replace the Marvels and mm-hmm. the She-Hulks were so bad because they didn't want to spend the money and it's just But did you see how much issues. it was that yeah. it ended up being? Costing them Game of Thrones level money, yeah, it to was, make She Hulk and it, not have anywhere near the impact. Of where Marvel. where did that money go? Is my question. Like, what? It's the same thing that I feel like we talked about with uh, Super Wars. It's around the same amount of money that they put in. What happened? What? Where did that money go? What well, happened? it went to all these fifty different rewrites, and right? reshoots and this it's, and that that all of a sudden it's not there for the VFX but like yet. you went you spent all that money for that many reshoots and rewrites and this is still it's what still we got yeah. yeah like what are we what is, what is happening what are, what's the plan here yeah. well that's the issue of not having a plan at the start right. right and that's why the things that are most successful Guardians 
Loki. These things have had these plans from the start, and they're not being written on the fly. I know Marvel made their success off this idea of, oh, have the action sequences figured out, and then write the story around that. Yeah. That worked when you were starting off as Iron Man 1. Yeah. And you weren't you weren't successful, and you didn't know, and all this. That's, I don't think, a successful strategy anymore. I agree. Look at what is successful in your catalog right now. Guardians being the number one success, James Gunn does not start filming those movies until he has a written script. Right. It's planned out. It's known. And also, you're already so bad at keeping secrets and you're getting leaked <laughs> yeah. out right now. Let your dang writers talk to each other so they know what you guys are planning and let them see the work you're doing so you can actually make these connections. Yeah. This whole talk about them keeping everything secret and that's why Sam Raimi had no idea what was happening in WandaVision, even though it was a sequel of WandaVision. Yeah. That should not be happening. Not at all. You're already bad at keeping the dang secrets, so talk within yourselves. The secret's getting out anyways. Yeah. And, oh my gosh. I just, this is like off topic, but kind of not really. Leaking culture in media these days is awful. And I feel like it's ruining, um media for me in some ways but that's just another conversation but um the internet's addiction to leaking content before it's out ruins some of the magic and i feel like that's something that early marvel didn't really have to worry about back then like when the avengers movie was about to happen no one was on the internet talking about did you guys hear that Marvel's going to have Iron Man, Hawkeye, Black Widow, Thor, and Hulk in a, in Captain America in the same movie? Did you guys hear about that? Not, none of that happened. There was none. There was no talks about it. It just kind of came out, and everyone loved it. And it was built up, and all the anticipation and hype made it work. And I feel like I'm not saying it's the only reason why things are failing, but I'm saying when people ex- know what to expect out of a film they or know what's coming next there's there's this sense of mystery and sense of wonder that's kind of lost because you know what's what you want from the next thing because you know what's what characters are about to show up or what the story might be like and i feel like that's something that marvel needs to get in check too how is all this getting leaked how do you have this many holes in your in your sources that people know the movie or the show before the movie or the show comes out, you know, that's, 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 that's the take. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Um, and yeah, I think kind of wrap all this up. Marvel has a lot of success though. Oh, for and sure. There's a lot of good that they are still doing. Like, I mean, like we just talked about Echo. Yeah. Surprisingly looks fantastic. I guess one thing we didn't talk about is Marvel's and there being some issues and it's probably going to not do well at the box office. We've already yeah. covered that, so I don't feel like we... But the Marvel's... I, I, I will say, sorry to interrupt you, but the, they, they released a clip of the movie recently on Twitter and it was... It's an in-house fight transitioning between Kamala Khan, Captain Marvel, and Maria Rambo, Marvel, and it looked good. I'll be honest the 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 choreography and the cinematography looks good. 
and Sam Jack is in there, and it's a good little clip. Um, I'm personally excited to see the movie, but that clip kind of boosted my excitement. I will say, yeah, um, yeah, I, I'm I'm still hopeful that it's going to be entertaining. Yeah, like I I don't doubt it's going to be entertaining. I just don't think it's going to be what it should. But once yeah. again, we've had this conversation. It doesn't need to be the big blockbuster. Yeah. I just hope it has some connection to the future for sure that's all i that if it can does that then it's gonna it's gonna do what it needs to for me absolutely um and please don't just randomly write doom in for king doom yeah, better. please don't if, if doom's gonna be there do him right yeah like that that's my last thing uh if you're gonna take a character out don't do it in the middle of their story please just recast yeah. Yep. All right. But thank you for joining us, uh, for listening to this kind of surprise. Special episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. Emergency episode. Yeah. Um, I don't think this is going to, we're not all of a sudden not going to wait two weeks to do the next not one. Yet. We'll still be back next week on our regular episode. Um, if Loki more finale. big news ever drops, we will make sure to kind of throw these emergency episodes in there. With for sure. The, we feel the need. But yeah. Loki finale and Marvels. We'll be talking about oh, yeah. next week. Yeah. Uh, so you'll you'll get our review of the end of Loki and Marvels, and with them coming out, I'm just gonna say this right now, with them coming out the same time, old Marvel would have something planned where something is impacting both of them. Yep. Like I'm thinking, like Winter Soldier and Agents of Shield. Yeah, that was those two perfectly well timed. If Marvel shows me a connection here, and there, once again, is some surprise Kang connection in the Marvels that we don't know about, uh, that is just fantastic. It would be. That would give me so much hope that Marvel is truly in the back direction. So, that's my hope. That's what I hope we're talking about next week, and it's not just a downer of the Marvels wasn't what we wanted. Right. I think Loki's going to end great, so I think at least we'll have that to talk oh, about yeah. as really good. For sure. But yeah, uh, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, As always, you can find me at A Sacred Skull everywhere. I'm live on Twitch more often than usual now. Uh, We're going to be playing Mortal Kombat 1 here soon. Uh, I am so obsessed with Mortal Kombat 1 right now. I am ready to dive in. Yeah, one of my favorites. I've I've been playing that so much just like on my regular time. Like I'm Omni-Man coming in like a week. Yeah. I'm excited. I haven't watched the new Invincible episode Me yet. Me either. either. I'm going to watch it after this, actually. Yeah, I was thinking about doing that as well. Yeah. Um, all right. But yeah. Um, but yeah. Also follow us at Mediaverse please. underscore pod. Uh, and share with your friends, please. We, yes. I have been noticing. I actually looked at our stats. We are getting a couple new people. We are growing. Some of our episodes have done all right. Uh, yeah. we, but we definitely want to see these get more out. For sure. I, I have some ideas of maybe things that we'll do to kind of start expanding and growing. Okay. Um, but yeah, I hope you hope you guys think for for those of you that are listening. Thank you for supporting us. Of course, the start we of really do appreciate you. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we will see you all in the next one. Bye.